Well, good morning. The question is whether you like cheese on it or not. It's July 22nd, Thursday morning. A very happy National Hot Dog Day to you, Kelly Collis. Ooh, cheese, no, mustard and pickles. Okay, so Relish, this, is a, yeah. this is a controversial uh, opinion that I have. I like ketchup, mustard, and some American cheese on my hot dog. Bun toasted, please and thank you. All beef. <laughs> Fair enough, Tommy. Are you ketchup and mustard? No, no. no. Mustard, mustard and, and relish. Mustard and relish. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's got their own opinions of it. Hey, I'm Tommy McFly. I'm Kelly Collis. We, we love D.C. Kelly's a hug-hating, lifelong Washingtonian who loves her Washington Nationals. She's a mom, a wife, always honest, funny, and sometimes a little bitter. Oh, is it my turn, Tommy? (laughs) As I was saying. (laughs) Everybody loves Tommy. He's from Scranton, Pennsylvania. He's got two dogs and a husband. You'll see them all over his Instagram. And if you just ask him about the time he spent Easter at the White House. Because I was the first person in American history to host the White House Easter egg roll. Thanks, Obama. I'll be in the Smithsonian someday. Don't hold your breath, Tommy. But seriously, we're so glad that you're here because you probably love Washington. Like, we love Washington. Matter of fact, we even had a radio show about how much we love Washington for quite some time. We bring people together, created awesome community moments around D.C., and have been invited to and asked to leave some of the most interesting spots in the nation's capital. We're so glad that you're listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy some really fun headlines from D.C. and beyond. That was a lot. Let's get started. And actually a fun fact for you of one more thing I'm qualified to do in life. I at one point had a certification to, with the health department in Scranton, Pennsylvania, run a hot dog cart. Did you ever do it? Yeah. Our radio station had a hot dog cart and we'd go out every Friday and give out free hot dogs. And so the promotion director, me and someone else, our engineer had to get certified in like the right temperature a hot dog has to be and like how to clean the hot dog cart. Add it to your resume, Tommy. Served thousands of dogs and no one ever got sick. And then I retired from the hot dog (laughs) industry. Good for you, Tommy. Some people I, go to space. Some people serve hot dogs. We all have a role in this life. Well, I, I'm I'm proud to say that I've been a prime member um, for, mm, let's see, let's call it at least 15 years. So I had a stake in making sure that Jeff Bezos went to space. Yeah, that made me a little annoyed. <laughs> but all things aside, we're not going to get into the controversy around that. But it is really cool to kind of learn some of the details about the uh, space flight that now that he's landed back safely and it's going to be happening again this fall, but we're learning about what was in the space rocket when it went up to space, a billionaire, a kid, (laughs) other than the, other than the, uh, than the now astronauts. Um, so this is really cool. The Washingtonian is reporting that Amelia Earhart's aviator goggles from her solo trip uh, to the Atlantic were there. A piece of canvas from the Wright brothers plane. And a bronze medallion made from the first hot air balloon flight in 1783. Now, all these were on on loan from the Explorers Club. Got it. I was wondering, was it the Smithsonian or the Explorers? Okay, cool. Very cool. Um, And then uh, we're also learning, I'm going to bring it back to D.C. I mean, yes, Jeff Jeff Bezos is kind of our own because he, you know, has his mansion here although he never comes to D.C. Uh, The they ate Mar. um, They ate um, 
Skittles in space. <laughs> Skittles is made by the Mars Company, which is based here in the D.C. area. Way to make it real fun, D.C. <laughs> nice work. I was like, how is she going to bring that back around? Skittles are the Mars Company. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Uh, we're also learning, I mean, after us paying for his flight, all of us Prime members and Amazon customers. Okay, yeah, you have to give context <laughs> to that. He lands, in case you didn't hear it, and he's like, thanks to all the Amazon employees. Mm, tough, tough one there. And then he's like, thanks to all the Amazon customers. You made this happen. And I was like, Alexa, cancel my order. <laughs> he didn't say you made this happen. He actually said you paid for this trip. Yes. <laughs> it was just the poor choice of words. Yes. Yes. Somewhere anyway. some communications person was like, oh, yeah, I know. I know. We were so we were doing so well. <laughs> Um, but we're also learning that um, he made some very generous donations to some charities, one of them being a hundred million dollar donation to World Central Kitchen. Love it. Jose Andres, of course, uh, and uh, all the work that they do for all around the world. hundred million. That is game changing for that organization. Absolutely. Like you thought Megan and Harry opening kitchens was big. This is like, I mean, out of this world, that kind of money is just what do you even begin to do with that yeah well jose said uh this award itself can now feed the world on its own but this is the start of a new chapter for us to allow us to think beyond the next hurricane to bigger challenges that we face so it's pretty pretty amazing from the guy who started cafe atlantico 15 years ago things are going pretty well for jose andres wow way to really bring it back right like wow i just i love to see it i'm just it's awesome it's very yeah. cool. It's very cool. And also, like, I do like how the billionaires come back from space and they're like, by the way, here's this great thing for Earth. Well done. Branson <laughs> and Bezos both did that. I mean, yes, there's controversy over private space flights that go to the tip of space. But I think it's really smart the way they came back and they're like, but look over here. $100 million. <laughs> Yeah, and Wally, and the youngest kid. <laughs> oh, Wally, the kid at whatever. Wally Funk, <laughs> holy crap. I just can't get enough of Wally Funk. Yeah, she's a party in a box for sure. Seriously, the name, <laughs> the story. I mean, Wally Funk, people. <laughs> yeah. Well done to that PR person that, that plucked that person. Yeah. Because I mean, she wasn't really a household name as she is right now. No, and like way to go back through the archives and be like, ah, mm -hmm. oh, this person got screwed a bunch of years ago. Come on, yeah. Wally Funk, you're getting in. And you're a party and you, yeah. you're healthy. And, like, and I wonder how long Wally Funk had been in the hopper too, right? Like, Obviously, she trained and she knew what she was doing and like all the things. But like, at what point did did Blue Origin reach out and was like, "Hey, Mrs. Funk, um, what are you doing uh, in in July?" Mm -hmm. I mean, unlike the other billionaire, uh, she had no scheduling conflicts. That's true. She's like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm free that day. Yes, exactly. Uh, DCS is reporting that the Mormon Temple is reopening to the public. This is really interesting. So I didn't realize this. Of course, it's been um, closed since the pandemic, but um, it underwent in 2018, like a massive renovation mm. and was set to reopen in 2020. Then all the things happen. And now it's opening up to the public uh, in the spring of 2022. Wow. They'll have a bunch of things going on from private tours, media days, tickets that you can purchase starting in the fall. And then um, they're going to they're anticipating to do their their annual open house that they do with Christmas lights, which I've actually been to with the kids, which is amazing. So, yeah, you, that's like the one time a year that the public's allowed to go to it. Right. Um, they have 
from just growing up here. I remember yeah. they would have like windows where you would be able to go into it. Mm -hmm. um, but this is sort of a, an extended window because it will be April 28th through June 4th. Okay. Um, and no one outside of the the members of the church have been inside there um, since 2018. Huh. Very cool. Yeah. Look at that. So, I mean, you know, of course, it's sort of a, it's a, it's, it's, it's very notable from the beltway for sure. Yes. Um, I remember my first time driving to DC for my big job interview and I came down and I like came down from Scranton in my Mazda tribute and I came over the hill on the beltway and I was like, what in the world is that? <laughs> not a lot of Mormon temples in Scranton. <laughs> no surprise there. Certainly not that grand. And I was just like, what? And it was like, it was, you know, I couldn't be like, Hey, car assistant what is that thing and i was just like I, I remember walking into my interview being like so the wizard of oz thing what's going on there and they were like oh that's yes. the mormon temple and they told me all about it okay. it's not a wizard of oz thing no it's not but it looks it looks very like it, if you are not aware of what it is and you come around the corner you're just like what is happening right there it is a a striking building for sure i believe that's the point yes so look at that I am so excited to wish Code of Support a very happy 10-year anniversary. I remember when Code of Support first got started, and it's an awesome organization that helps members of the military and veterans get linked up to the services that are already that they're already entitled to through all of the programs. It cuts the BS out of the bureaucracy, and it has literally saved lives of men and women who served our country. And this organization is homegrown, started by a woman who is a Berkeley grad and a former military top brass, which are two humans who probably never get together in life ever, except for this situation. And um, Christina Kaufman, who runs the organization, has become a friend of ours. And I got the email from them today that today is their 10th anniversary, which I could not be more proud of them and more excited for them. That's awesome. Yeah, they do great work. And what they've really done, too, which is really cool, um, they started this website called Patriot Link. And so if you are a member of the military or you know someone in the military or someone who's transitioned out or a veteran who's seeking services, Patriot Link is an online. I don't want to use the word marketplace or portal because that sounds like it's all like run by an insurance company and crappy. It's really good. Um, they've 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 streamlined ways for people who have certain um, criteria to get the services they need. And for cases that are extremely severe or extremely um, like in immediate need, they have they have pathfinders and guiders who are there to to help like in person. And their work is incredible. They don't have enough humans to handle all of the all of the requests that they're getting, and they're just doing such great work. And for an organization to start, literally, it's called Code of Support, and it started by just asking people to like go to a website and check a box and like sign your name to promise to like be better to the military. Like that was it, like to be better to our veterans. And now to see it be this massive thing is just, it's, it's amazing. It made my day. Like I didn't realize today was the anniversary and I saw the email. So I'm just like all fired up about it. I'm so happy for them. That, that's great. And yeah. I love the work that they do. Totally. Totally. So now we need to note that um, national hot dog day is, is, is replaced with the code of support anniversary. <laughs> I'll recall that for next year when we do this. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I got this, speaking of emails, I got this email yesterday from the uh, press folks over at Monumental and they're having a garage sale. <laughs> they're literally having a garage sale. So check this out. So Monumental Sports, of course, um, is the Caps, Wizards, Mystics, Capital City Go-Go, 
the Wizards District Gaming. And then don't forget that they also have uh, Capital One Arena has a bunch of concerts that they host. Yes. They're having a garage sale with everything that you might imagine has gone through that stadium. Awesome. So uh, this is what they kind of rattle through the list. It includes bobbleheads, mini basketballs, uh, koozies, frame team photos, autograph things from players, lanyards, water bottles, mugs, action figures, wristbands, magnets, posters, lunch boxes, ice scrapers, everything. And here's the thing. Some prices are a dollar and nothing is over 30 bucks. So all this is going down on Friday. Doors open up at 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know what to say about that. Like, so it's, you're like, they're opening like the garage door of the arena, basically. I like, think they're doing a major clean out, obviously, with everything that's gone over the last 18 months. Yeah. Um, there's just, it's going to be interesting. I'm sure it's going to be, um, a, a little crowded. That's uh, awesome. I love that. But yeah, they are, they are calling it a garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I, I didn't mention the location. Of course, it's at Capital One Arena. What a fun, what a fun thing. Yeah, oh I my know. gosh. I know. I also, know. like if you're a sports fan and you can't afford like the insanely priced merchandise, like what a great opportunity to get yourself some gear. That's awesome. Oh yeah, and I think you're going to find things too that like are kind of off the beaten path. Maybe you know jerseys from old players, or like maybe there's a random like Ed Sheeran T-shirt in there from when he came through. That's what but, I'm hoping for. That someone left some swag behind from the concert. Yeah, because they say items from various entertainment events held at Capital One Arena. Huh. So, or maybe, I don't know, maybe there's Monster Jam stuff, Disney on Ice, yeah. little throwback there. I mean, yeah, RIP. <laughs> How cool would that be? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so fun. Are you going to go, Kelly? Uh, I'm good. Okay. I'm, you got, you got I, enough swag? I've got enough swag, and I, I don't know if I can handle the crowds. Ah, okay. But I, I think if you're really into it and you want to go through, like, if you love garage sales, this sounds like right up your alley. Yeah, I just think like the adventure of it. I might just walk over there because I live near Capital One Arena just to like see the spectacle. Yes, because yeah. it almost reminds you of like remember the running of the brides, um, like the 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 bride sale at the that family's basement used to yeah. have. Yep. Obviously, it's not like as big a ticket of an item as a as a wedding dress, but yeah, still potential for some some mad dashing. That's so for cool. Sure. What a great job to, for the, like to the monumental merchandising team too, like to think this through and be like, let's have a garage sale. Yeah, I th- it probably became a storage issue. Totally. <laughs> oh, I love that. Hey, you know the signs on the side of the road in Virginia um, that we told you about, like, drive fast and furious, that's ludicrous. The traffic signs that are run by VDOT, or um, speeding leads to the dark side, or it's fall, y'all, buckle up. I saw this tweet um, from Jordan Pascal from DCS. He was covering yesterday the data release of these signs. So there was more behind them and VDOT actually was tracking to see if these signs actually work or if they just go viral on the internet or what the deal is. And um, I am so glad that somebody was there and and covered this because uh, I think those signs are hilarious. We've talked about pretty much all of them as they popped up here. And do they work? Uh, Ish. Okay. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> so the cognitive research team at Virginia Tech, um, they went ahead and they surveyed a bunch of drivers. They like showed a bunch of messages. They hooked electrodes up to them and did like brain mapping helmets and all this stuff. And they showed that the signs did have um, great recall and memorability. And um, they were likely to change driving habits because you remember it and like it sticks in your head. So versus just like, Slow down, caution, like just generic stuff. Um, VDOT did say too in the article that 
all of the messages that went out were heavily vetted by like everyone and their mother inside the government, even some external partners to make sure like communications and uh, Virginia state police and VDOT and the governor's like, everyone was like in, like everyone's like, great. We approve these messages. Um, But what is sad is that the, in 2020, the crash numbers um, have gone up in Virginia. Really? Yeah, but not necessarily because of like around the signs. Just they're seeing like a trend of of a rise in traffic incidences. Even with everything, less people on the roads. That's scary. Yeah, it, it is scary. But remember, like as people started going back on the roads, people forgot how to drive. And there was like my little anecdote of my small area that I was in driving in like DC and like around the inner beltway people were bumping into each other like crazy in 2020. Hmm. Yeah. Jeez. So they also say that people are still distracted driving and they're still speeding and all of the things. So it's sort of a mixed bag, right? Where like the signs worked in that people remembered it and like changed the habits, but also overall the numbers still need to get fixed. Be careful people. Yeah. Be good out there. And be nice to everybody too. Use your blinkers. Check your mirrors. Buckle up. All those things for sure. Put your phone down. Turn around so you don't drown. Headlights on at night. All of those important <laughs> things. Ten and two people. Ten and two. My goodness. Hey, if you um listen to this show, I am uh, so appreciative, and we're questioning why. So if you go ahead and leave <laughs> us a comment, and when you subscribe, that'd be awesome. We'd love to know why you listen. We'd love for you to give our show five stars because that is what the internet um, podcast gods are very interested in, how many five stars you get. I know it's unfair, but thank you for doing that. Five stars, subscribe, and leave a comment or leave a review. That would be amazing. Yes, please, and thank you, and we'll see you next time.